Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to The Fields, the soccer podcast where the guests have to survive more than one average championship season in order to be considered. My name is Emilio Calderon. We're here to talk about the Premier League, and it's crazy. Uh, We're halfway through the season, and the race for the title and the top six is as open as ever, and we're here to take stock of who we think is up and who we think is down. To talk shop, I'm joined today by a friend of the pod, Josh. You may know him on Twitter as at Biscuits. He is also co-host of the Counter Press Podcast with fellow friend of the pod, VJ Vemu. He's a Chelsea supporter, but we're not going to torture him today. Uh, we just want his spiciest takes on the rest of the season. So, without further ado, here is my sit-down with Josh. Alrighty, I am joined today by my good friend, in spite of who he supports, Josh. How are you today? I'm good, man. How about you? Uh, not too bad. Uh, there are probably some people who follow this pod that are kind of confused about why this episode is now. Uh, the original plan last week was to talk about Chelsea, but we recorded a pod that had audio issues and we rambled. You could about say cursed. Frank- you could say it. it fr- okay, frankly, it was cursed. Uh, we rambled about Frank Lampard for about an hour and it was awful. No one should have to hear it. I don't ever want to hear it again. Uh, instead, we're going to do something more productive. We're going to talk about the other teams in the Premier League in addition to Chelsea. Because there are other teams in the league that are not nearly as frustrating to watch or talk about as Chelsea. And most importantly, they're not coached by Frank Lampard. But we will get to Chelsea when we get to them. Yeah, this uh, season this season is nuts, I think is the most apt way I could put it. Uh, do you have any other words you can describe this season with? It's hard because I'm, I'm feeling some of the same like thoughts that I had when NBA started back up. And that like I just have no like desire to watch the games and like with all the all the things coming out about COVID it almost just seems you know it's just silly season two and now like you know I don't know I just it's definitely like the asterisk kind of thing like you'll watch just because naturally it's like you'll watch anything that's on TV but yeah it is weird trying to see things from a competitive perspective but I mean what else are we gonna do just watch that's no fun (laughs) play fifa every day no no there are other things in life (laughs) supposedly but we're just going to get right into it specifically we're going to take a look at the top half of the table and give our takes on how each team will finish the season we are going to be playing a fun little game called premier league stock market so relative to where they are in the table right now uh we are recording on january the 21st we're going to declare buy or sell and the only thing I want to point out is that Arsenal do not make the table or make this episode because they're not in the top half of the table, I think. They're currently 10th, right actually. They're 10th, really actually. Them, to be with no offense intended with... to any Arsenal supporters who listen or listening. Offense right? intended. <laughs> okay, well, Fuck offense intended from him. <laughs> but uh, they do not make don't cut that. this argument. Uh, I, I won't. Uh, <laughs> Holding that. Don't, don't cut make that. it kind of on principle. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, Aston Villa make this cut only because they have two to three games in hand on several teams in front of them. So, uh, yeah. Sorry, Arsenal. Uh, but yeah, let's get straight to business. Uh, Aston Villa, I'll let you start. Buy or sell? Buy, dude. There's there's no way Grealish doesn't get them in the in, you know, <laughs> in time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, put, gotta... put, a, put a place on it. Do you, how high How high do you see them? Like We're just going to let takes fly off for the next eight hour. Or nine. Okay, so not not like a hard buy, but you see no. them finish. Okay. Yeah. So like yeah, a yeah. proper spoiler. I, I was, I've been by, we're just going to commit to the stock market bit here. 
Uh, I've been yeah, buying say, on Villa. We're gonna do it. <laughs> I mean, it's the premise I've of the episode. I've been buying on Villa for a lot. Of, I'm, I'm gonna. I've been. I don't know what which one is better. No, we, we're definitely no, 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 no. I've been no, bad no. on them. Look, I like. I will admit, I do actual like day trading a little bit in my free time. I don't. I. I don't want to go that far. I'm not. We're not doing. We're not we're pulling doing any terms. Baby. Absolutely not. I don't <laughs> want to know about your. We're opening a Roth IRA. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to know about your calls and puts. I do not give a single shit about your calls or puts or whatever. But um, yeah, I've been by on Villa for most of the season. In this context, though, I, I think I'm going to sell, and it's a downgrade to hard sell if either Grealish or Watkins gets injured. Uh, only because they only played 16 games but their fixtures in hand are against everton at spurs frankly uh um watkins has six goals but half of that is from the disaster class the the disaster. Game, where they just kept feeding him the ball so yeah, i think well, that they the... work really cohesively as like a more it's like an advanced crystal palace where like yeah um, that's basically it's it. like uh you know the budget for crystal pa- for uh for aston villa is um make jack feelish pass pa- and and dribble past opponents either via science or magic you know like actually and then you know and then make something happen you know you've yeah i think you've sold me on sell here ironically because that's really what it is i mean villa do look they do look way better they bought this a season. lot of people dude like because, they, yeah they well, last people. but last season their buys just were not very good and the seasons there's their buys are drastically better well watkins is good just on principle that he's in the team because Wesley was, I think he was injured like two months into the season, and they were basically playing without a like a real solid forward for the entirety of the last season. Jack Grealish is doing the Eden Hazard. It's like, oh, yeah, Jack Grealish is basically Matiba Eden everywhere, Hazard. Maybe. But but they're the rest of the team, as you kind of implied, is like really solid. They have an actually decent fullback pairing in Maddie Cash and Matt Target. And I Yo, mean, Matthew, uh, Matthew Cash, Matthias, uh, Capital. Uh, Mateus Nero, <laughs> he has many names. He is a he's a firecracker on the field. My God, he's incredible. I, 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 I wanna... you know, you hate to hand it to Brexit footballers, but by God, <laughs> that kid can ball. Uh, and his name is Matty Cash, dude. How can you not? Yeah, like I, I don't like, understand how you can't like him. Like, like just I mean, kind of, yeah. Like that's like a, uh, what if your name was Johnny Football? You know, like how would you react? Like that's so true. All right, so you're a buy on Villa, I'm a sell, but. Yeah, I mean, I see Villa kind of anchoring this, like, ninth, 10th, 11. I don't see them getting any higher. Um, Southampton, uh, we're both very high on Southampton, Ralph I think. Ralph Hive. Ralph Hive, absolutely. House Noodle Hive all the way. Uh, but I'm only on a buy, not oh, a oh, hard quick, buy. Quick, but... quick detour before, before we really jump into Southampton. Um, yes. You know, there's been, you know... We... I feel like I've talked about it with a couple people earlier in the season. Um, of the managers in the Prem, who would you least want to fight? Least want to, like, fist fight? Yeah. Um, oh, that's a good one. And why is it Sean Dyche? I mean, that, yeah, he's, he's disqualified just because... That's like a that's like a Messi and he's like the Messi Ronaldo of this conversation. <laughs> yeah, well, no. So the thing is, before Billich was fired, it's a it's Billich all the way. It was Billich like, after that. No, yeah, absolutely. It's mm-hmm. no like, dude, mm-hmm. the fear in that ref's eyes when he gave him the red card, like, dog. <laughs> if Billich like wasn't in a suit or you know and like had like a professional persona, like he would have ripped that man's jugular from his throat. You know, like it would have been over with. They're not even close. I mean, he's crazy. I wanted it to so. happen. I wanted him to just crush him like a little bug. 
<laughs> Let my man play. <laughs> Let him watch the game. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Oh, man. Uh, no, okay, all right. So back, back to Ralph. I just said that because uh, – uh, shout out to Alex Stewart, but uh, he, he claimed that Ralph would be uh, – one that you would not want to fight, which, yeah, I mean, on a personal level, yes, but I think it's like a finesse kind of thing. You don't think he'd be great at fighting, but like he secretly knows a <laughs> mix, like some form of martial art. Yeah, he's very good at like... judo and karate. He just, he just, uh, he's gone multi discipline in his spare time. I mean, what is it? He's a former, like, isn't he a badminton prodigy or something like that? All right. Well, as for the team he actually coaches, Southampton are weird because I love them with all my heart. And in reality, they're one of the most boring teams in the league. Not in a hey, bad way, hey, but... Hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, okay, fine. I'll preface this because I say that I'm going to say this about two or three more teams as we go up the table. At least we're going to talk about Brighton. Poor Brighton. Yeah, Brighton, I'm just going to go ahead and say are probably going to go down as the best team ever to be relegated. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't know, dude. Boom's pretty fucking bad. Yeah, but they kind of score... How many goals have they scored? <laughs> I honestly have no idea. Brighton uh, score they're... a lot. They just get very unlucky. That's true. Well, anyway. A lot. You know what uh, I mean. Anyway. Yeah, we're very focused on this pod. Anyway. Super focused. Uh, yeah, Southampton. I mean, I kind of see them the same way I see Villa. Southampton are ninth in the table. But I could see them finishing as high as maybe seventh. And I just realized they're... we don't get to sing Leeds, Leeds are falling apart again. <laughs> okay, I never thought Leeds... We're just going to take several detours, so if you're listening, I'm very sorry. Actually, I'm not. No, this is great. We're having fun. Anyway, it's definitely more content, fun than last though. week. This is primo. This is definitely Patreon. better than last week. I could We could say that for a fact. Yeah, Leeds, I mean, I feel like that's as good as they were supposed to be, wasn't it? Like, definitely not relegated. Definitely not challenging for Europe. So. Yeah, but I thought it would be like a fun Wolves, you know? They're, I mean, they're fun in that they're chaotic, is what it is. Yeah, but they're not wolves like the first season because they keep losing. Okay, but that's okay. But you can't compare everything to like a George Mendez like money laundering scheme. That's just unfair. Yes, I can, and I will. And it, come on, lead, lead again. Leads are chaotic and do fun things, like have a goalkeeper who is essentially Calvin, a center back. Calvin Phillips. <laughs> Calvin Phillips needs to get waves, like. Like I need him, I need him to cut the bullshit and just just like on the field be rocking the Beckham do rod like <laughs> just, just really just just buy into it you know like he's so good if I could pick any person off that lead scene it's Calvin all day give me Calvin all right before we forget to actually talk about Southampton I'm sorry if you're a Southampton supporter uh you buy or sell well they have uh they have one of the top five on form center backs in the prem right now i mean i would extend it and say their defense quietly is one of the best in the league i mean statistically it doesn't jump off the page they've conceded 21 goals i mean it's uh, arsenal and villa have conceded less but i mean villa they went on a weird clean streak streak to start the season and arsenal just like goals do not come in games in which arsenal participate except every like once a month maybe but yeah, I don't know. I, I, ball, do like, <laughs> I do like their back four. I mean, Bertrand and Walker Peters are like. Walker Peters. Nice. They, I mean, I feel like they've tended to play, to still play like a high line with um, a three back. And Walker Peters has done a relatively good job, like screening essentially. But yeah, sometimes they just get they just get pent up in games, and 
like in the Spurs game at the beginning of the season, you could see that they Ralph essentially was like, "We're not gonna change," <laughs> and Kane was like, "All right." <laughs> that didn't know the ball right. Yeah, Hasenhutl like it's weird. I don't think this team is bad. They're just I really don't know if they're how good they are. But I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Hasenhutl Hive. I'm gonna end it on that. I am Ralph Hasenhutl Hive till I die. He needs like a bigger job. I think it's kind of. I'm a, pretty sure he went from Leipzig to here. Yeah, he was. He's part of that like Red Bull coaching group, of which Maybe, now, yeah, oh yeah, he went like, from Salzburg to like to... like half of the Bundesliga is at this point is about to be coached by like someone who's participated in the Red Bull group. But, it's so yeah, great, I mean, dude. It's, all, it's only a matter of time for him. All right, again, sorry, Southampton supporters. If any of you listen to this, uh, here's a fun one. Josh, are you ready for this club? You know this club. Uh, Chelsea, buy or sell? I know you're mulling like, over Like, as this. in, will they finish higher, or is it going to get better? They're eighth right now. Yeah, let's treat this as, will they finish higher or lower with regards to buy or sell? What do you think? Okay, but buy, but, like, very okay. begrudgingly. <laughs> How much higher do you think? They'll probably at least get a Europa spot. Oh, so you still think they can finish fifth, sixth, yes? I mean, it, just by sheer depth, the top six just have what it takes to outlast like the rest of their opponents throughout the season. You know, especially in a season that's going to like there are going to be so many injuries down the stretch in the next like ten, fifteen games. With Liverpool not doing very well, um, with Arsenal mid-table, you know, you know, you got Leicester obviously um, and Everton, but I just don't really see, especially Everton, I don't see them hanging on like that. Um, mm-hmm. they've, they've already gotten hit with injuries. Um, so I just, I I do I do see even with like the worst tactician on the fucking planet <laughs> finishing in in top six, unquestionably. And oh, if not, then like hmm. kudos because that just means Frank is gone, gone. You know. In a weird way, it's one of those. I mean, what's the worst that could happen outside of literally finishing in the bottom half? I guess, right? I guess my biggest fear now is I just don't mm. want people to like leave because they're like, oh, we're wasting a year of our time because this guy has no fucking idea how to coach, you know? So I just See, hope that there's a guy that comes in and is like, hey, we're going to play like a formation. And they're like, oh, word? Solid. Let's do it. Yeah. See, uh, so I but sell, but really hold. Really, it's dependent on how the other teams in the table around them perform which I guess means sell. And that's my problem with Chelsea right now is that I am comfortable with and I know what the rest of the teams in the top 10, including Arsenal, I might add. I know what they're about. I still don't understand what Chelsea under Frank Lampard are. And I mean, I don't... Obviously, Frank Lampard either doesn't either. <laughs> so, like, the only thing that's consistent about this team is asking Ben Chilwell and Reese James to do literally anything. <laughs> And needing Mason Mount because he's not sure what other two midfielders he wants to play. It's yeah, this this team is just way too inconsistent. It's, yeah, it's not clear what Frank Lampard wants to do, and it's not clear how these players, especially Timo Werner and Kai Havertz, are supposed to work together. This is something we talked about last week. I don't want to go too long on Frank Lampard again, frankly, <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised to see him end the season barring a catastrophic meltdown. But I would absolutely be like shocked like jaw-droppingly shocked to see him start the next season yeah i just i don't see a future where he makes the next season unless like they win the champions league 
Like, I oh, if he goes like full Roberto Di Matteo, I, yeah. I simply do not see that happening. So, I mean, even with Di Matteo, they just fired him the next year. They fired him anyway. Him, I mean, so, like, yeah, because he started the second half of the season. He was smart. <laughs> Shout out to Andre Villas-Boas. He's already on the plane, baby. <laughs> I really uh, needed us to lose that Fulham game, dude. That would have been great. <laughs> All right. Uh, while we're here, uh, we do have two listener questions. If they are objectively questions in that they have question marks. I'm not sure what the, what our legal limitations are here, but uh, and I quote: uh, "Should Lampard be killed for Chelsea's poor form?" Thoughts? Uh, well, can't can't really say that I agree on the whole murder thing. Uh, but allegedly you know, speaking. Go- Gulag, maybe? <laughs> maybe one of those, like, cushy uh, Central European prisons. It's not really a prison. It's no, kind of like a nice little suite. <laughs> not uh, an actual question, or actual food for your brain. Uh, when will Chelsea realize that Callum hudson Adoy is their best winger? This is a little spicy. I like this. I don't agree, I mean, but it's not I mean, I, I far just hard disagree, and it's not, even like a, it's not even like a Pulisic American thing. That mm. Ziak is the best winger in the Prem, you know. So, like, <laughs> I, I, can I, I struggle can I to see how how Cho could be I, the best. I appreciate that winger on the team. For context, Josh is one of the most anti-stats people I know, and yet here he is singing the praises of Hakim Ziyech, who is one of the most like stats people in Europe. <laughs> Okay, let's. I mean, he plays a. I'm not, no, 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 don't get me wrong. Hakim Ziyech is great. I do. I think he's great. I very genuinely think that people always think he's twenty three too, which is awesome. Uh, that is that is weird. I mean, yeah, he was at X for a while. But I mean, I I don't I don't want to I don't want to I don't want to kick him. But uh, I mean, Ziyech at at least so far under Lampard, this could change pending whoever comes in next. Uh, Ziyech right now gives me very big TAA cross and inshallah vibes. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know, Those man. The vibes he, I, get. <laughs> I I disagree. Like his his movement, like his dribbling is unquestionably better than Trent's. He, he you could say he's defending. Oh no 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 no! no. I'm not I'm, I'm not comparing them one one like one v one. No, that absolutely not. I, I'm not that mean, but like, it may it maybe it is just the way he's being played right now. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's also a hard ask with the whole, like, he has no idea which midfield three to play. Um, because, essentially, you need Ziyech on, that, on the right with, like, very little defensive responsibility. Because his mm-hmm. interplay with Reese James is insane. And the ability to whip in a ball, outswing or in-swing at essentially any given time makes makes the right side of the attack so dangerous. Um, and and you can just see from the way that, that Ziyech receives and, and passes the ball that he's a very high understanding of the game like he knows what the fuck is going on and like to be honest the only reason that he hasn't gotten more involved this year is because like he'll have like a really good play and then someone like you know some brighton defender will like double leg him like <laughs> it just like they, they people just get very mad that he dribbles past them and then he like he, he gets an insane knock that isn't even given a card like it's just like so i and i also again like you got to preface like all of the chelsea like Besides, like, the, the Werner bad, like, Benzema-style misses, like, I, I'm going to chalk up, like, almost everyone's performance. So, like, if you don't have a proper tactician, like, everything's going to look disjointed, you know? But, like, the Ziyech and Reese James are, like, a very, like, 
strong point of the team, I think. And I think under a proper manager, they're going to be like a very focal point of the team going forward. I think also when you have Chilwell on the other side that has a great ball in, Pulisic is, is a wonderful talent. Cho's good off the bench and occasionally starting, but it's just like in the current system, I just don't see them like really flourishing. I don't think they're being given the right instructions. How dare you compare Timo Werner to Karen Benzema? It's disgusting. Uh, no, but again, it's it's like a you know what I'm fucking talking about. There's so many clips of Benzema like <laughs> being like a oh, foot away from you. the goal and he just skies it. Like I support a club that employs Raheem Sterling. I understand, but how dare you, Annie? Still, just on principle. Raheem Sterling, Sterling scored how 20 goals last year. You can just calm the fuck down, right? Anyway, uh, we're gonna move on to a better London club, and that is West Ham. I, I, I love that. I felt like that was a joke. I ad libbed that. And now the but, points don't lie, and I'm starting. <laughs> it's real scoreboard, scoreboard vibes. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I am drinking the David. Mo- I never thought I would say this, but I am drinking the Kool Aid on David Moyes. I am buying in on West Ham. He's good. Uh, He's good this, he really, yeah, the he, his United States really he tainted. Never, yes. He never should have been the United manager. We, you know, we're, we're on the same page fun. here. Absolutely. That's yeah. cool, dude. But, like, dog. You give my man signings like Suchek, and he's going to prosper. Like, David Moyes loves a team of assholes, bro. That's why he <laughs> always played Fellaini, bro. Every fucking game Fellaini played for United, dude. Like, but, oh, my God. But, yeah, like, like, seriously, yeah, like, United, on a very serious United note, people Moyes. hate Moyes, because it's, like, obviously. But, like, dude, Moyes at, like, a West Ham is is actually one of the best matchups you could have ever seen. Like, just just so great. Like no, like I, re- I really think this team is good. I mean, Angelo Agbana is one of the most improved defenders in the league, and yeah, Suchek is Fellaini two point He's, I'd say he's better than Fellaini. He's way better than Fellaini. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. That's I don't even, think. That's not even twisted. <laughs> Fellaini uh, is an enforcer. Yeah, Suchek is a defend defensive midfielder who somehow operates box to box. It's quite impressive for his size, especially. Um, but I mean, the real he's headlines like on this one team. One of the top goal scorers. He's fucking. Yeah, he's got five. So. He scored but, uh, two on the foot champs the other day. The real headlines on this team, though, of course, are Gerard Bowen and Mikel Antonio. I God, what a, what a transformation Mikel Antonio has gone through, man! From being played like right wing back to being the striker, like you gotta love it. When we look at uh, a lot of the mid table to relegation threatened managers of the mid twenty tens, a lot of them look real funny now, especially when you look at guys like Antonio and, I mean, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who also was at one point a wingback slash wide midfielder. And it just God, like, what, so did you, what did you see in this guy <laughs> that made you think this was okay? Now he's now he's the English and Zoggy and everyone's like amazed. But, uh, but My man before, loves running the channel. Uh, before we move on from West Ham, yeah, like Mikel Antonio, is like, he's really good. A really like great poacher slash target man, and he links up like pretty decently well with. Yo, Emma man is strong, dog. Like, yeah, he, that's what he, he uses his physicality people. really well, like yeah. a lot better than a lot of the guys in the Premier League right now. Like he in that looks- regard, he's probably like one of the best in the league, like genuinely. Yeah, because yeah, he's not just like you know, he's not just strong for nothing. Like he he has he's relatively agile. Like he's really, I I I'd like him with Antonio, you know. It's also just hilarious on principle that he performs as well better than like Sebastian Allaire. Like he basically said Allaire, like, bro, like lift more. Yo, Allaire is lighting it up in IX, so I don't want to hear anything about it. That's my guy. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for both of them. So he should go back to Frankfurt. 
Linko Budiovic and just absolutely ball the fuck out. That'd be so great. Oh, before before we move on, uh, by are, are you by yourself? I think I think I got by vibes, but I don't know if you're as high as I am on West Ham. Uh, I mean, they're seventh in the table right now. So I think that's pretty high. I'm gonna go sell, but I, I like that's mm-hmm. a begrudging sell as well. You know. Okay. All right. Uh, we're now moving up to sixth in the table. That brings us to a lot of people's favorite club, somehow, uh, Everton. Uh, yeah, that's what a head scratcher. <laughs> uh, no offense. Uh, offense again, again. All offense to Everton fans listening. Uh, buy or sell? Sell, hundred percent, dude. <laughs> they're they're gonna yeah. miss relegation by like ten points. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm I'm also on a on hard sell. I love uh, Harlow though, dude. Like it's, the team is weird. so vibes, dude. Like, it's weird. Like, no, like it's everything. weird because yeah, like, I like this team you know? because it is like a straight up vibes team. But like, I love Decore. I, I wish that not Everton bought him because he he would be like an insane rotation player really for like good any of the top six. On... You know? Yes, exactly. Uh, uh... I mean, like, <laughs> dude. At one point, like he he was far and away like him and like two other dudes were the best players at Watford, and. At one point, like Wofford were so bad that they were playing Decore as like a cam, like they, they, because he was like one of like three Premier League level players in their squad. Like they were just so down bad. Like in retrospect, that Wofford team was quite bad. Uh, but yeah, Everton. Uh, I really just think we've seen the best of them already. I don't see how they become any any more like dynamic or just even generally like. I don't see how you get any better than this. What's better than um, this? Everton being Everton. <laughs> uh, I do want to point out Alan for doing his best Joao Matinho impersonation. I mean, the dude's 30, coming off uh, two, two, three injury-prone seasons in Napoli, the last two, three specifically, and I don't understand how he does it. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Joao Matinho will be like 58. He'll be sending long balls. And he will so... still be like in the top 10 of like, Tackles and pressure numbers. Just truly, George like... Mendez is, will not let him leave. He's chained to the field. He has to sleep on the pitch overnight. All right. Uh, moving on to a team who is managed by everyone's favorite manager. That, of course, is Tottenham Hotspur. I personally. I love... Are you pro? No, no, no. Aside, no. are you pro yes, or anti Mourinho? I am pro Mourinho. Yeah, I love Mourinho. He, he's like, in life, there's somebody you hate or there's like somebody you know is terrible. And you still love them, and that of, and they're that is so Jose Mourinho for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, funny. how can like the guy's just hilarious? The guy's hilarious. Um, I'm thinking about uh, uh, like on a, on a similar like like very funny thing. I'm thinking about like uh, the original tangent was you know those mm-hmm. like really dumb engagement posts that are like uh, you got to sign these guys and you have fifteen dollars or like build you a Thanksgiving plate, you know. Mm-hmm. I just want to imagine like Arsene Wenger being like, well, uh, I would sign little Uzi for for dollars, little uh, <laughs> uh, baby for, uh, and then like later on being like, I signed little baby for uh, dollar, but <laughs> for one dollar, he went on a free. So what about Jose Mourinho? No, yeah, but then so Jose Mourinho being like, I don't, I don't like this. Uh, future is not, uh, it's not, it's not a good use of uh, finances. Are you saying? <laughs> You could give me Drake for three years, and he gives you more hits in those time than future in his entire. You know, like just like really getting into it. I think that would you, be cool. You know, you've just reminded me of the 
I think this is when he was still on Chelsea when he's complaining about like key incidents slash fouls he thought should have been called in a game. It sounds like he's reading from like an, a Chinese takeout menu. He's going like 23, 41, 54. <laughs> so 40, 40, 40 first minute. Remedy sliding challenge on him. No card given. You're like, what? Oh my god. Three Premier League. That's still so great, dude. So fucking good. Anyway, Truly, yeah. I don't Mourinho, think I'll. I don't think I'll be able to like simultaneously absolutely hate with all my heart and also love with all my heart a person as much as I do Josie Mourinho. But anyway, uh, buy or selling. I'm saying I'm saying buy because I think they get into fifth to get the um, non-playoff playing spot for Europa League so they can win it Uh back to back. (laughs) Mourinho Uh knows he's gonna be he's gonna go down as the best Spurs manager ever for winning a trophy. You know, so like all he's got to do is just put something back there. And then, like, all the people that are like, but Poch got them there with, like, half the resources. He's just going to be like, no trophies, you know, like, and he's going to be right. Who's in the Europa League? I'm Googling this right now. Uh, uh, there's a fake Wolfsburg. I did see. That was so confusing. Uh, okay, Leverkusen. Uh, I mean, Peter Bosch. Yeah. Uh, Let Lester? me think of the FIFA cards. Lille is in. <laughs> uh, Milan are still in. Uh, I mean, Man oh yeah, United. they're still in, dude. Uh, yeah, United about to lose to Sociedad. Sociedad, that'd be great. David Silva knocking out Man United from a European competition would truly be the most hilarious thing. Love uh, Napoli are in. That's. Yeah, it's gonna be really funny when like, I know this is super tangential, but when Odegaard gets like re-signed by Real Sociedad, and then David Silva is still balling for like another three years, so like Odegaard still, still on the does bench. not get into the team. Yeah, like. And okay. Odegaard stand, that makes me very sad, but... That shit is I, so funny, dude. He put up the second best, like, progressive passing numbers in the league, obviously behind Messi, and then he went to Real, and Zidane just will not play him. <laughs> yes! I love Let's it here. Go. I love it here. Uh, before I forget, yeah, I am also by on Tottenham, but honestly, I want to be higher, but... uh. As much as I just praised him. Well, I praised him for how much I loved him as a as a person slash entertainment figure. Uh I'll upgrade to a hard buy if Mourinho grows a pair, frankly. Uh I don't know, man. We've seen this before. I mean, you, you Solskjaer and United showed us this last season that your counterattack can only take you so far. And then it literally only took them like literally one midfielder slash attacker to like decide, wait, we can actually like hold the ball and attack and it's like yes except you know spurs literally have like four people who can do this and and dombele was also ali and bale that's like hello you like you have guys who can you know hold the ball and are points of attack i I think yeah oh god uh I mean, I guess the problem here is that, frankly, Mourinho runs his teams as a cult of personality. It's like you're in or you're out based on what he says, what he sees, how he feels. And I I really, like, genuinely believe this is, like, a, what's more important, how the team performs or, like, how he's perceived. And it's like, well, if I put Deli Ali back in, then I'm a, they're going to see me as a bitch. they would solve a lot of their problems if they sold Deli Ali to Real Madrid for, like, $50 million and uh, Real Madrid play him as a striker. And he just like shit house balls in in La Liga, and <laughs> they use that money to sign like um, 
I don't know, a player. I don't fucking know. Is it the ba- the bail signing is so funny. Like that shit is so funny. Is it coming back and talking about golf in the interviews? You're like, fuck yes, dude. There's no way this could go poorly. I mean, financially speaking, yes. Entertainment value, I mean, it's funny to see the exact same thing happen. <laughs> oh, Tottenham. Oh, Tottenham. Uh, also, uh, side note, Karim Benzema is probably going to be the starting forward for Real Madrid until he's like 45. So uh, I, I would. He's super great. Him. No, look, look, I'm just saying that he's characteristically skied chances, but he's also a wonderful center forward that loves to post thirst traps and just like be on a boat. You know, he's just, he's always on a boat. I was like, yeah, Karim, Benzema is, Karim Benzema is always like, you know, like very like toned, but he's always in the gym. He's like doing the baseball, like rotator cuff. Uh, Karim Benzema lips. understands the order of the world. For years, he played second fiddle to Ronaldo because he's like, yeah, it's it's Cristiano Ronaldo. What else am I gonna do? I don't know. He and then Ronaldo Viola. left. He didn't really play the second violin. You you yeah. You want like in terms of importance <laughs> in the team. I mean, the team was built about Ronaldo anyway. And now he's like, no, yeah, I but score dude, the goals. The orchestra is not made made by simply one violin. I was in band in middle school, and I don't want to hear this anymore. Anyway. <laughs> uh. Oh boy, we're looking at the defending champions who, after today, do not look so hot. Uh, Liverpool, uh, buy or sell. Up the Burnley boys, dude. Up the fucking Burnley boys. (laughs) Buy or sell, buy or sell. (laughs) If you get beat by a team that has spent like $10 million in like five years, like you should. Josh is selling Liverpool. Uh, We're just going to leave it there, Josh. Fuck Liverpool. Liverpool. Fuck Liverpool. Oh, fuck the whole city, dude. Bum-ass city. <laughs> this is predicated on the fact that the whole country is not fucked, but, like, especially fuck them. Uh, I don't want to pile on to the Liverpool uh, discourse era, uh, because I, I like, like it, dude. A, Imagine you just getting... you have no more center backs, and you're just... You oh, no, don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, I, I don't generally like to... I believe in karma, especially in sports, so I don't like to overindulge in Schoedenfreud, but uh, I, I am enjoying it. I, I can't lie. But uh, I mean, I don't know. Just like, yeah, this is a team that's like uh, broken, like physically. And then, I mean... I think I, the problem is that hmm. when healthy, Fabinho is the second best center back on their team. And that is like a very big... That, that like, is a weird long-term problem they're going to have. Yes. Because, like, I mean, I, I, I thought... Fabinho, dude. Great guy. Really wish he wasn't on Liverpool. Like, that would be a great <laughs> signing for, like, anyone else. But, of course, he's on fucking Liverpool. Whatever. Let's get over it. But, like, see. The thing I think about Liverpool, too, is, like, signing Thiago was good. And then you see games like today, I'm like, backing. wait, no. That is not what he does. What are you doing? Why is he the holding? Why is he the holding midfielder? Yeah, yeah. Klopp's like, you did this in, in the Bundesliga, right? He's like, yeah, this? yeah, 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 yeah. What is yeah, this? Yeah. Oh god. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I can do this. Uh, my my serious analysis of Liverpool's is that yeah, uh, they very clearly miss Van Dijk. Like, obviously, everyone knew that would be important, but it's like, yeah, this team, like, it literally broke this team. Uh, well, we were hanging on for a while, but they just don't like. The reason that they're so good at attacking is that uh, Van Dyke essentially says to Trent and and uh, Rabo, like, go, my sons. Like, <laughs> be the best you can be. And then they just play, like, pseudo no, Like, they but, really like, are you know. missing that pa- that passing out of the back in the same way that Spurs rely on, like, Alderweireld. 
like their passing range just is not very good without Van Dyke. And yeah, frankly, uh, I mean Robertson's still having a good season, uh, but uh, Trent is Trent's having a not even relatively. He's he's very he's point. very down. Uh, of course, uh, the to note here is that he's one of the players who note uh, one of the notable players who's contracted COVID and is presumably suffering from co- post COVID symptom. That's yeah, another Doug, one of those. He's probably got the fucking ALS maps, dude. That shit is ass. Like, yeah, that's just, that's just one of those things about this season, and that I, which I, I actually talked about this with someone earlier, that I can't even keep up with who has or has not contracted COVID. Just, it's just one of those things we have to live with because we watch sports, and sports is happening. Well, all of this is happening. It's very normal. It is very like not <laughs> not like funny, but it is insane that like Laporte got COVID and went from a top five center back in the world to like a not even top five in the league. You know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my final verdict on Liverpool is that I think they finished top four purely based on talent, but I don't think it's I think they're team. pushing it, dude. I think they're, that's they are. That's why, yeah, I think they're pushing it. But my friends said they were it, still a lock to win the title when Van Dyke got injured. I was like, buddy, absolutely, <laughs> buddy. Uh, anyway. Well, at least now we can throw all of the um best team ever in the Prem shit out the window, you know. Couldn't even handle one center back getting injured. <laughs> okay, dude. Whatever. Uh, moving on to a guy who used to manage Liverpool. Uh, we are talking about Leicester City, which uh, BRE baby. Your uh, your favorite uh, team, at least uh, favorite ownership group, as we talked about last week. Uh, we can we won't rehash that for legal purposes. <laughs> You could say it came. I think you're going to hate me for this, but I am all in. I am hard by on Lester, frankly. I just, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it all the way. They're winning the title, baby. As long as Ndidi's ACL does not like explode, they're winning the title. It's just. I mean, I've said it like a million times when talking with people about Leicester, but it's like they did this. They, they've survived, not even survived. They have really thrived this season without Ricardo Pereira, like at all, uh, without Wilfred and Didi for at, for at least 10 games, if I recall correctly. It was at least like two, three months. And then James Madison was not very good to start the season, and now he's not finally getting up again. But uh, I just, I think this team only gets better. It's like the opposite of a lot of the teams before them, which I think we've already seen their peaks, and it's a matter of the, whether they can... Yeah, I think this team is it. in gear. I don't think they're going to get better, but I think that if they just maintain the form that they're in... like That's that's, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Jamie Vardy... Seriously, though, just, like, mm. th- never has there been a team more dependent on one guy than, like, Liverpool on Van Dyke and, and Leicester on Ndidi. Like, it's insane. Like yeah. <laughs> He's either playing holding mid or or center back. Like, there's not really any like, and he and he's by far like carrying. And then obviously like Vardy, like you know, uh, kicking. As long as Jamie flags, Vardy's, you know? as long as he stays out of casinos, which he can't go into because of COVID, presumably he's good. Our man is good. Dude, that that man's heart is gonna explode at like 36. <laughs> Have, do you know what his daily re- like routine is? I don't want to know. Please do not tell me. I don't want to know what. Uh, like before <laughs> a game. Like I mean, I'm honestly assuming a caricature, like a cartoon character athlete who like in totality has, he like like he, he has, like, eats 
a, a, a plate red... of spaghetti, three Red Bulls, a cup of coffee. I knew it, yeah. And like a five-hour like, sure, Red Bulls, yeah. Yeah. Oh, five-hour energy makes so much sense, yeah. Oh, no, and I think he drinks a, a, a Red Bull at halftime, too. That's why he's always so, like, streaky. Like, uh, See, now that doesn't make sense. It would make more sense if he took the five-hour energy at halftime. Just because, you know, the amount of liquids you're containing in your body. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? This... Wouldn't you just get cramped off sheer volume? <laughs> like, he, he has a hamster body. Like, I don't I don't get it. Like, uh... He's like a Lance Armstrong, but instead of, like, lungs and, and blood doping, like, he has, like, the, some special system where he has, like, six stomachs that process that <laughs> thing. It's like Michael Phelps. <laughs> Um, yeah. I miss all of the like insanely mm. bad strike partnerships he used to have on on Leicester. That shit was awesome. The 2015-16 season, like aside from Leicester winning the title, it just it is hilarious when you look at that team and see like, yeah, these guys are Premier League winners. <laughs> Okazaki, <laughs> like, baby. Okazaki, Shinji Okazaki and Leonardo Ojoa are Premier League winners. Like my God. <laughs> Bro, the hoof, Robert Hooth has won a Premier League title. Mix, mix, mix off the hoof, baby. Let's go. Christian Fuchs started the majority of a campaign in which Leicester City won a Premier League title. Truly incredible. Although, in fairness, he's now good as a rotator. Mark Albrighton. <laughs> Mark Albrighton also is very good as a rotator. Like, I cannot hate that guy. Like, he's very solid as a rotating winger. I love watching Jamie Vardy interviews because I just want to see if he ever, like, slips up. And like <laughs> some like sus shit, you know. Um, but he uh, again, again him, like, COVID I, is so doing him a most, favor. The most racist thing he's ever said is um, they asked him who the funniest person on Leicester is, and he said oh, Mark Albrighton. Like, get the fuck out of here! Dude. Like, <laughs> only second. That's actually only second to they asked him if he could have any strike partnership ever, and he said like his his like League One. English strike punisher. Like they were asking him ever, like you you know, Ronaldo, anyone could be your strike punisher. He's like, Yeah, I want me mate from me pub team. <laughs> like I, don't think, I think we barely t- like if you could play with anyone who like anyone on the pitch, who would have been uh, I don't know, me mate. <laughs> He's proper good, any uh I don't think you've oh are you oh wait, did you say you're buying Lester? Yeah, dude, they're winning the title. All right, I'll move on before we say anything stupid. Anything more stupid, anyway. Um, so that leaves us with the clubs who are currently first and second in the table. That's Manchester United and Manchester City, uh, respectively. Um, I will let you, I'm going to ch- change this on the fly, and I'm just going to ask you straight up. So we're at the halfway point of the season. Who do you think wins the title? Not Manchester United. Is it Manchester City? I just don't think it'll be United. I think that that's, <laughs> that's my fair. Only, <laughs> the only thing we that can, I can commit to this. All year. right, we can scroll down to Manchester United, and I guess I do think you... it's going to be City, though. Like I do, I do sincerely think it's going to be City. I just think that they, like, this is kind of the perfect season where like uh, a never-ending depth chart and budget is kind mm-hmm. of like your thing. Even if like obviously you know they can't play it at the full level that like the pep city team has played before but mm-hmm. i mean goddamn kdb will will them to somewhat near that like i mean if you just have like you know sterling kdb um maras diaz is playing out of his fucking ass like like they they all they've just been looking great and like, i don't really think that you can like you know game in hand i just don't did, uh did you see the did you see the challenge that diaz put a put in the challenge he made in which watkins 
uh, I think I forget who he's crossing it to, but it should have been like the opener for Villa. And this is like five minutes before City score. And he's sliding before Watkins has even crossed the bottom. So like, what is with this guy? <laughs> what is his issue? <laughs> no, the Ruben it's Diaz, like straight up uh, FIFA. Literal awesome. FIFA. Incredible. Oh my god. Anyway, uh yeah, Manchester uh before we go in actual in depth on City, uh yeah, Manchester United, which I think we're both agreeing is a sell. Uh, yeah. There's just no fucking way. I mean, I sell. I'm only selling in that. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they'll win the title. I do see them at this point definitely finishing in the top three. Okay, uh, so here's I, here's the thing, right? What? So I told my friend like uh, like a month or two ago. I was like, you know what? I think I would rather see United win the title with Liverpool more than Liverpool. <laughs> And he was like, you're you, you. smoking rock. <laughs> and I was like, you're so right. Like, I didn't even think about it like that. Like, this is the actual war on United. Twitter. Like, this is the actual war on football Twitter, more than Messi or Ronaldo or anything else. That, all, all of it is irrelevant. This is the real war. Which um, club is the least worst? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, the credit I'll give United is that for a long time, I just wasn't a believer in this team. And I mean... I mean, shit. I mean, there's supporters of this team that aren't believers, but I mean, you got to give it up to the guy. I mean, Bruno Fernandes, like, really, he makes a lot of the pieces on this team work Bruno somehow. Fernandes. Like, he papers over like a lot of cracks and deficiencies in this yeah, team. He's like, like it three is players insane. In one. I like. I mean, you. He passes the eye test, obviously, but like the I've watched United a little more in the past weeks. I mean, out of morbid curiosity, I mean, they've been winning more games. And then also looking at his numbers, I'm like, the dude is literally their offensive and defensive outlet. It's like, it's insane. The guy I'm literally... All of he, the only person with better defensive numbers on the team than him is literally Aaron Wan-Bissaka. And that is literally Aaron Wan-Bissaka's only job. <laughs> and he's not even that far off. He's got like, last I checked, I don't remember. Uh, oh, it's like 35 tackles. It's not a tackles. big statistical gap, especially when you consider that he's eight. I mean, he's got uh, 35. Eight forward eight. Yeah, he, he's got 11 goals, seven assists. I mean... He's, he's averaging right? 1.04 goals plus assists per 90. And he's got 35 tackles. That's, yeah, only is by an AWB. Comps or just on the prem? Oh, only, only, I only got this in the league. But I mean, like, that's Jeez. insane. I mean, and this yes. is while playing, I think, every night. Is that, I'm going to. I don't think he's been subbed in once. Is that while playing every 90? Let's see. That is while, that is while starting 18 games. Like, and he's played 17 full 90s. Like, it's insane absolutely insane like literally if harry kane like did not have like the most ridiculous statistical start to the season he's easily player of the season bruno fernandes i mean i mean i feel like he might be honestly Considering, i think mean, he's uh, still i think at this point he he is inarguably player of the season right now like i yeah. just i mean he had a he had a bid last year for Prem players he got in in January and like so to maintain the form that he's had since then and, and if he keeps on I just don't even think that there's any fucking question like oh, it man. really yeah, isn't he's... is there is there a question no I don't think so I don't like, think so no yeah you're right no there isn't Ugh. I mean maybe KDB but like that's honestly one of and and Harry Kane I think that would be the only justifiable ones at this point in the season yeah Ooh, I forgot Oh, let me look up this number. I wrote it out somewhere. He, Bruno Fernandes, he also has 330 pressures. You want to know something crazy? That's more than Pierre-Emile Hoybier. <laughs> like, what? 
he doesn't need pressures. He likes to shepherd the ball back. <laughs> this is insane. That is insane. Oh. Uh, but uh, I'm sorry if you've been waiting for something dramatic to happen at the end of this podcast, but it's not happening because we are both buying in on Manchester City. And uh, unfortunately, big unfortunate. I mean, uh, obviously, I'm biased here, but uh, this is it's a weird pick because generally, I think outside of Leicester for the past like decade, the best team, the perceived best team in the Premier League is going to be the person with the highest ceiling. And Manchester City are going to be the Premier, like a lot of people's title picks now because they have the highest floor. That's just what a a season of European football after COVID looks like. Yeah, uh, I just I just feel like with the team that they have, like it is basically impossible to not finish second or third, like at your lowest. It's the Leicester. It's the Leicester thing too. In that Leicester was able to succeed, perform this well without key pieces. I mean, they're they're doing this with no forward. Literally, <laughs> literally no forward. <laughs> No forwards, just vibes. Do you think they buy anyone before the window closes? Probably not. They're Yeah, I don't know. I don't see it. I don't Didn't really see it for any. Move? He went to he Atletico on loan. So weird. Um, but yeah. Who, who are some see... random backup forwards you you would get? Janssen? I I can't even think. Huntelaar? Well, C- City is just one of are one of those clubs to they always buy with the future in mind that's one of the reasons i never see them making quick fixes also because making quick fixes re- look made them look really stupid in say 2012 13 when their transfers in were do you remember this they were scott sinclair and jack rodwell uh-oh, uh-oh. while they while they let robin van persie and eden hazard go to different clubs <laughs> how did that work dude, you out? can't pass up scott sinclair dude he's a legend <laughs> FIFA legend he, Scott Sinclair. He is a FIFA Can legend. Can you guess Mid- what team Scott Sinclair is on right now? Is he not on Celtic? No, he left Celtic. Oh, what? Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Can you give me a league? Is he in Scott? It's oh. not the top English league. So he's, he's in the championship? I can't even imagine. Uh, is it Scott. a good team? Replacing Scott Storch with Scott Sinclair. Scott Sinclair, and then like Ray, like Sway Lee just starts rapping. I mean, maybe he just loves football a lot, but I imagine Scott Sinclair would probably make more money making like mad in 2005 sounding ass beats. <laughs> uh, but uh, oh, just for formality, uh, well, yes, you are also by on Manchester City, I'm assuming. All right, fine. My man plays for Preston North End, anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm by. I just think they're going to win the title, like, actually. So, like, you know. The three things that I think are important to point out about City is that one, I mean, Diash and Stones is arguably the best center back pairing in Europe right now. I can't okay. explain how or why calm that is to down. you. Calm down. Look, I take I would no joy. but calm down. I take no joy. I take no joy in bigging up John Stones. Not that I dislike John Stones, but that just doesn't make sense to me as someone who's John, watched John, John Stones John defend Stones for like hit a, four can years. Hit a dirty, uh, can hit a dirty, uh, dutty wine, as they say. <laughs> it makes absolutely zero sense. Uh, yeah, it does. He's half Jamaican. <laughs> is he really? 
He's got. Bro, have he's, I, have he, I been he missing out that, on this this was, entire he, time? He was wearing that Peaky Blinders hat and just going in, bro. It looked like he was at like a <laughs> a, a, um, a hard style event or something. Great. <laughs> looked like he was shuffling for his life. Uh, also, uh, Rodri and Gundogan actually works as a double pivot suddenly after well, it, it actually, didn't work at all. It doesn't, but Gundogan just does that thing where he's like, "I need a contract extension," and just starts playing out of his mind. He is <laughs> he he's the most he's he's your Willian, and you need to respect it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We're gonna have a conversation about this at a different time, but Ilkay Gundogan is one of the most underrated number eights that we've seen in a while. And it's because he always gets stuck with shitter tactical roles in which he has to play safe for the team. Well, I do like that he'll come back from like a nine month injury and then like his patella will be shot off of his leg. I mean, if it didn't already happen. Anyway, uh, and my third point, which is an actual important point is that Jaw Cancelo is actually good. Who would have thought? I I would have actually. I mean, I I also would have thought like I was really excited for this move when it first happened, and then we went through that uh, Pep at City first year thing where it's like, oh, I guess he will not play football at all, even though that is what he is paid to do. But really, like this team is so different with him versus Kyle Walker, and I don't hate Kyle Walker, but I've never seen him as untouchable as a lot of people do. Brexit ass motherfucker. Is he really? Oh, okay. Now I hate Kyle Walker. Anyway. Uh, allegedly, Kyle Walker's allegedly Brexit legal purposes. Anyway, uh, Kyle Walker yeah. looks like a hawk. <laughs> Is he not? Anyway, yeah, no. I don't know. Kyle, Kyle Walker. I mean, this Kyle is Hawker. this is a this is supposed to be a hot take episode. So I guess I'm just gonna let one at least one more fly before we're gone. Oh God, like he is expensive, Ryan Fredericks. Like God, like. Yeah, the guy's got Ryan a lot Fredericks of pace. He's very good in FIFA. He is very good in FIFA. And he was actually decent. He was actually quite good last season. And then you had Sufal, who's actually much more well-rounded. Anyway. He's so um, good, dude. The, wh- whoever is on the fucking West Ham board that keeps buying all the good players on Slavia Praha, bravo to you. <laughs> bravo, the most honestly. players ever, dude. Cool. Yeah, Joao Cancelo. It's, he's the actual, like, Trent Alexander-Arnold has, I mean, Trent's what, 20, 21? He still has a lot of time to grow. Joao Cancelo is he's he's also young. He's 20, but he's been in Europe. Okay, he's 26. He's been in Europe. Yeah. For, he's been playing professional, like, top level for a while. So he's much more well-rounded. Like, this is the kind of player that Trent should be. Like, someone who can play really as a faux midfielder. Because what Trent was... Not quite a midfielder. Like, I compared him somewhat to Trent, that is, to Hakimi, but ha- and that kind of makes sense. Like, in that Hakimi's a winger who is strangely employed as a fullback for some reason. Well, now he kind of he kind of plays wingback now for Inter. Mostly. For Inter now, yeah. And, and more but, of a uh, right mid, actually. But yeah, I mean, a lot. I mean, it's natural to be excited about Trent because he is one of the best, like, talents in the position but i think he's like 20 right yeah he's yeah literally but my point is that he can learn a lot from what cancelo's done for this city team and that cancelo brings more edge than say kyle walker but also the way he gets involved in the and build up 
and have just being an outlet, like a really genuine outlet and someone who can link with his midfield instead of Kyle Walker and at which point I know I will see a cross that does not make it to a head or I will see a back pass all the way to a center back. Uh, yeah, Jack Cancelo. Pretty good, actually. Good. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Jack Cancelo, good. Uh, Many are saying. Yeah. Uh, last point. If this team is able to do this with no forward, my only assumption is it'll they'll only get better with either of Aguero or Jesus healthy. And that is... Wow. That, wait, yeah, that was it. That was our rundown of who's going to finish in the top six and whose managers will get fired in the Premier League. That felt somewhat productive, and we only said moderately questionable things, I think. Yeah, way less drunk rambling about Frank Lampard, so that's always Yeah, don't good. ever... Because, like, yeah, it just hurts you. Like, you know, you're not, you're not hearing anything new. You're just like, oh. That was fun, though. Josh, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me on a weekday night about whatever the hell this season is. Silly season. Silly stream. We're, we're having fun. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, that's going to be our motto. We have fun. We're uh, like, yeah, we like to have fun here. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you for giving us your blood, sweat, and tears. Mostly your tears through uh, balled up fists. A lot of blood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything you'd like to plug before you go? Uh, it could be anything, your own work, work of a friend, something political you'd like to advocate for. Uh, as long Anything whoa, whoa, as long whoa. as it doesn't there's, there's involve... No... There's no politics here. Brexit means uh, Brexit. <laughs> uh, anything we, we, as long as it stopped, as long as it doesn't involve politics. A long time ago, my friend. As I'd, long as I'd it like doesn't involve out, bringing bodily harm to Frank Lampard. Go. I'd like to shout out my, my good friends over at CBS, uh, Jack Have It All and uh, Gabe Fernandez, Go Riders, the boys over at the Discord Discourse blog, um, Defector as well. Uh, Shirtless Plantains. Check everyone out. Check shout check out. your friends out. Check a book out of a library. Do what makes you happy. It's my plug. <laughs> check out the fields. You're already here. But check us out anyway. Yeah, subscribe. Hit that hit that motherfucking like button. And that's it for this week's episode of The Fields. Thank you to Josh again for taking the time to talk to me. If you'd like to follow him on Twitter and follow his adventures on FIFA Ultimate Team, you can follow him at hi biscuits that's h-i-g-h and the word biscuits thank you listeners for listening as always don't forget to submit any listener questions you have for us on twitter or to our email which you can find in the show notes if you liked what you heard it would mean a lot if you could subscribe follow like and or rate us on your preferred podcast listening platform this was another episode of the fields i will talk to you again soon until then stay safe stay healthy love yourself and love the game cheers